Hello everyone. Okay, here is an interesting little topic and it's mostly something to play around with, yet I know some may also be going through a similar struggle. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's a bit of venting? No, not really. It's not venting. It's trying to figure out uh, strategies as well as doing some more inner searching in regards to dealing with the programmed. Uh, happily named the program not necessarily kind of wanting to diss out people yet there's a certain point where and i know a lot of people have been feeling this um and often use the derogatory term of drones and sheeps and it's like that's that's assuming that people choose to get into this programming and this is again where press and replay that tape Nobody consciously chooses to go into this fucking matrix or to be programmed in this. It's like saying, okay, if when I was five and I was watching this kind of TV show and I was going to this kind of school program, did I consciously choose to get this really simple surface level thinking indoctrination through mental brutalizing, mental and emotional brutalizing, you know, both of it, uh, physical depending on some parents, hashtag Caribbean parents. <laughs> Gotta make fun of it, too. Yet, still, did I consciously choose to go through all that to be indoctrinated in a very surface-level mindset, seeing people as stereotypes, um, very, like, not wanting to open up to my feelings or anyone else's feelings, um, the whole habit of gaslighting. Like, did I, did it, was it consciously chosen? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck to the no. And frankly... This is the same kind of understanding you got to put on to everyone else in that sense, the programmees. That's why, uh, you know, the programmed, not the programmees. <laughs> Trying to find some fun names. You got to keep it all light and fun, even though at times it will bring one f heck of a contrast. Um, like those who've been following me on TikTok, true to TikTok stories, they know I've been in a catalyst situation, which is what I call, mostly because... It is a point where I can see that the the current folks, they don't listen. They, they don't even want to get it to a point where it's like, here's an advice that could better your life. I mean, okay, let me throw down the whole situation on paper. Let's do it as neutral as possible, then find balance point. Because this is part of the whole strategy. Basically laying down the situation with the programmed person or any kind of situation in a sense but this one is with programmed people pps <laughs> um so yeah it's basically laying down the situation as neutral as possible then being able to shift the uh one perception because you can see it one way but there are multiple ways of perceiving you know again did we consciously choose to only see the negative or mostly see the negative in the situation? F no. If we knew, we wouldn't have um, watched the news. We wouldn't have watched, let's say we wouldn't even have started this, this whole indoctrination aspect that happens with school and all of that. So once it's laid down and then you're able to see the multiple perspective, there is a shift in your conscious one perception and then your feeling about the situation. Okay, it helps a lot because you finally put a break 
on the repetition of thoughts that could go on in rapport to the situation, like about the situation. Uh, so as an example, okay, going back to this whole catalyst, dealing with certain folks that are not willing to change. What's been going on is this very long timed habit of hoarding, like massive hoarding, like keeping 2018 chocolate type hoarding, you know? Um, we're talking about having an abundance of bread, but some of this bread is already past date. So what do you do before it rots? It, let's say it's already past, you know, most of it is about to rot yet. There's still some good bread. It's not saying that all of it is gone, but there's some bread that is rotting. And instead of just throwing it away, uh, the person just grills them to keep them longer. So there's an aspect of uh, settling complaint complacency because okay yeah you're you're gonna keep toasted bread and that toasted bread is gonna stack up and then become rotten a couple of months after you know um or hey let's go to the extreme level there are plates here there are very good plates even though some of these plates have been kept for like 10 or, or 15 years that's great right they still work they still function now, what happens is there on top of those plates, there's another set of plates that's not used. That's only for display. Okay, sure. There is also another set of plates that's not used. That's basically just being stored. Okay. Oh, and, and then there is plastic. Yes, plastic plates uh, and aluminums being kept. Dirty ones being kept for a certain amount of years. And this is where you kind of go, well, why? And it's like, well, not to dirty the plates. And it's like, you could just wash them. See, now we're adding uh, another layer to it. There is plastic bags, you know, just being kept for years. Because they're big. And because I might use them. You know, it, it it's just this continuous habit up to a point of absurdity when it comes to dealing with the fridge because the very same habit is being reproduced onto the fridge and this has led to a point where the freezer of that same fridge has well got to a point where it's too full meaning there are things from not just this year but potentially past years in there causing issues to literally create ice in there because there's not enough breeding space uh, for the air to flow true thus ice builds up that ice leads to it basically uh, dripping you know it's like it's dripping inside the fridge so it's going from the freezer down to the fridge you see it's dealing with people like that it, because the other factor of it is the other person that's there as well science the fridge is basically getting colder and colder because the freezer is blocked completely blocked and the, fr the fridge is getting colder does the fridge is freezing stuff now which includes milk if anyone's up for breakfast and now instead of tackling on the issue a band-aid is being placed uh literally and then not literally first taping the freezer and then um when it comes to using the milk oh don't worry i'll leave it out for the whole night and then use it in the morning and there's no conscious thinking about what about just getting rid of the things that are now not necessarily used so 
it's again there there's further and further that could be added on to it yet you can see that even after like i'll, I'll sh straight up tell you even after having two or three confrontations about it just bringing it up along with some of the other things that are kept like boxes for things that aren't necessarily used or old utilities that are kind of broken literally uh four blenders so so after being confronted there was a complete denial and a complete refusal to change yet there is still the demanding to help with certain things around this chaotic place it, like help me put a band-aid over the big issue type of deal and this is where eventually it led to a lot of inner questioning because this has been a habit that's been repeated for years years and there was the understanding that helping around would again facilitate this kind of behavior and ability so i kind of had to lay it down in as much as a neutral fashion as i could similar to this like the entirety of it kind of going okay this is what the situation is this is what the reactions were this is what it is causing i can also see that in the future especially with the hoarding more dust piling up because that's already causing an issue and the level of unconsciousness has reached a point where it, efficiently all our noses are blocked yet no one's making a, f a fuss in the sense i brought it up again another one of those things that i brought up completely ignored and it's this aspect where it's like okay so this is going up to even physical harm is being ignored so okay and at that point i kind of just had to ask myself okay so when all of this is laid out how do I actually feel about this? Like, just let it loose. Because, honestly, you don't necessarily want to repress. You just don't necessarily want to stay in that, let's say, um, negative phase, per se. Or from negative neutral to neutral. So, if it if it comes out, you know, it, it, like, depending on your feelings, just, just let it flow out, Okay yet you'll see how you can kind of use the bounce afterwards so and this is something that um i picked up from both tony robbins and abraham hicks so it took me a while to kind of get a hold of it mostly because again from this very same catalyst spot uh complaining was a habit complaining was what was indoctrinated so it took a while it, it, to just kind of get this aspect of use it as a bouncing pad and such so okay how does it make me feel? Oh, fuck. Fucking frustrated. <laughs> like, uh, and I'm laughing about it now. The But you'll see why. So, fucking frustrated. Uh, it's... I think another part that that's factors into this is the fact that this person would just do their 55,000 Hail Marys. You know, uh, going to the masses and, you know, saying that she's following Jesus and all that. Yet is not applying shit. And that's always been something that's been um, getting me, like in the past, early on, during childhood, especially when the physical abuse was there, not only the mental abuse, but the physical abuse was there, uh, on top of the gaslighting, you know, which is mental abuse, my mind was just kind of going, wait, so if that's supposed to be 
the way to communicate with the all, then it's total crap and horseshit. And these people are hypocrites. You know, just let the words come out. Let the fucking words come out, okay? Uh, so, <laughs> this broadcast is PG. Nah, you, you can take it. You can kind of understand what the concept is. So, there's no need to keep it fluffy. Uh, so, that was another big thing that, that kind of got um, this sense of, okay, well, it's this person's a fucking hypocrite, but brutalizing me for being myself or other little things, you know, is constantly arguing, but this person's not sane enough to look at their own behavioral habits, to look at their own repetition, to look at their own nonsense, which was the word I used. Um, what else? It's like, it makes me feel like really fucking ludicrously outraged that even now up to the physical illnesses that it can that it has led because a blocked nose can lead to even further it's like there's still no recognition of the issue there is still no even taking a step forward or conscious practice of that and then on top of that this person's attempting to act authoritarian you know dictatorish so fuck that you know um i couldn't even care about the state you know the the estate itself even though to a certain degree i there's the potentiality of owning that estate afterward it, it's up to a point where it's like i just don't care anymore i want to be outside of that environment on top of that there's the aspect of constantly putting the radio constantly putting the news constantly again the brainwashing cycling true so that's frustrating because there's an aspect of chaos completely uncontrolled like nonsensical chaos so okay okay all of this is being laid down there's frustration is being sensed anger is being sensed validate it you know just consider it all as valid do not repress it just okay yeah i'm quite annoyed at this shit it's ludicrous it's bonkers i can see some of the habits that i i picked up during childhood I can see where they kind of come from. I can see uh, some of the hypocrisy when it comes to the aspect of religion. you know. And again, when it comes to the metaphysical one, this has led to some breakthroughs. But after, after, just venting the frustration. <sighs> I think it's all gone at this point. And this is taking it, you know, it's, a, it's an exercise kind of... Um, to it's like i'm doing this exercise after having done it a couple of times so there's less heat compared to how it used to be and this is the point of the exercise so going further okay so now there's staying in frustration staying in anger let's go back to neutral point so basically this situation is happening unconscious habits are being repeated leading to illogical actions, illogical behaviors, and leading to an issue of space and potential issues of health, if not dealt with directly or with alternate ways. Okay, okay. That kind of neutral, kind of neutral. And then going back to the press and replay that tape, 
Would anybody cautiously choose this habit? And this is where you can start seeing there's a bit of a shift. It's like, would somebody cautiously choose this habit knowing what it would lead to, what it would bring? Are we born with these habits? Like, double team on that question. Are we born with these behaviors and habits? No. Um, there are certain cases that could be made for, again, those who practice and go into that, the whole past life thing. But we're going to go, we're going to stick to the physical aspect, the physical plane. All right. Born babies, zero data on the hard drive of that brain. No associations, uh, verbal or logical or emotional to, to anything. So are you born with that? No. Okay. Would you consciously choose this behavior understanding the repercussion? No. So with that golden tape you know that press and replay there's a neutralizing that happens because the anger was the brain associating the the it's kind of like and this is something that is still an exercise for me to uh, make the difference between the brain and the soul the real i am and then the data, the hard drive, okay? Because then to realize that one's programming, one's hard drive, where it picked it up, and how those logics are made based on, again, that programming, how, what we're being shown continuously on repetition, thus in that sense, it's this person's fault if I'm feeling that way versus my perception of this situation is getting me to feel that way okay and of course you, you kind of want to ask yourself okay well where did i pick up that perception oh you know <laughs> it gets it gets to this where it's like oh right i picked it up from this person or from this early childhood event or you know this repetition of movie tv shows reactions so once you just have that moment and kind of go, okay, so the perception. So there you kind of make a, separa a separation between the brain, the mind, yourself. B meaning the brain slash the mind and yourself. You make a separation between those two. It's an exercise because, again, we are being continuously programmed and i think i i have an episode on that you can go back and understand how media kind of programs you without necessarily knowing again this is not the uh, content creator's fault it is just basically how our human brain works after a certain amount of repetition it becomes normal how'd you learn how to walk right press and replay that tape or that CD, or that MP3, whatever you want to press and replay, just press and replay it and get it, just consciously understand that and how our brains function. So now being faced with that and kind of going, okay, so my programming is to react to another one's programming practically. And then again, you detach from that I, that I being the, uh, the brain, you know, the brain and the mind. Not the I as the soul. 
when that happens, it becomes a bit more like, okay, wow, shit, yeah, much more neutralizing. And then going a tad bit more towards positive because there is a realization of the pattern. There's a realization of how that pattern is created. It's like, oh shit, I found out this puzzle piece that I never necessarily took into accountability. And of course, you know, we weren't necessarily presented that as often as we quote unquote should, but I don't necessarily want to add shoulds. It's just something that's going to become normal in the next few years. Um, next gen parenting and next gen schooling, as well as more and more people understanding this and speaking about it. So, so once that goes into okay, cool. When I had this realization, if I didn't take the time to neutralize all this, boom, there's another plus because you actually validate the time that you have taken to do this. This is one of um, a major key when it comes to this process, because oftentimes we are not necessarily validated for our inner discoveries, for our inner balancing. You know, it's just, hey, you got the grade. OK, cool. You got this achievement. Cool. You made this post on Instagram. Cool. You make this post on Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitter, you know, it, it, you'll get your validation from those likes. But inner discovery, inner insight, inner growth, holy shit, wouldn't you just want to maximize that? Wouldn't you want to mix mid-max that shit? You know, okay, maybe you're not necessarily ready for the whole yogi in a cave type of deal, and you don't necessarily need to be in a cave. That's just another imagery type of deal uh, you can do it at your house you can give yourself an hour or two every day just doing this okay but still that's fantastic think about this just noticing this behavior in yourself and in others in this moment without letting it fly by makes sure that you will not repeat it unconsciously later in the future thus you're not gonna pass it on and you won't keep that cycle going, right? How fucking cool is that? Pat yourself on the back. You actually looked at the mirror, you know? Unlike, let's say, a catalyst situation, which now you got to be fair, they couldn't necessarily have done it because they never necessarily got taught the same way that we are taught now. Meaning, we'll fucking go online and learn about this stuff. You know, you don't necessarily need to take your time and do a PhD on this or that to get to understand the human mind and your own emotions, your own feelings, and the interconnection between your thoughts, your perception, and your feelings, you know, and also where it leads. You've got so much content out there, whether it's free or paid, that you, like, we're in this amazing spot where we can get this understanding and pass it on, literally. So, What's happening there is that part of generation didn't necessarily have that. And also was programmed to, again, be very, very strict on their aspect of learning. There's an aspect of pride to it, too. And I don't necessarily want to generalize the entire prior generation. Of course, there's many people in that bubble or in our current bubble from both ends of those generations kind of understanding this, getting into it, getting into gear, you know, uh, yet. There are many folks of that prior generation and just straight up adding hashtag Caribbean parents who are still in this uh, programmed in this aspect of refusal to look from within. So 
you're breaking that chain. You are growing in that aspect. You are transmitting that new aspect of inner understanding, inner awareness, inner growth. And that's something that's, hey, 55,000 pats on the back, you know? Um, but yeah like you want to have fun and be playful about that because that's big now you could even say and this is another tony robbins technique imagine if you had kept this habit for five more years 10 more years 20 more years right how much frustrations would would kind of come up each and every day what it would do to your mindset what it would do to your body Because, hey, your thoughts influence your body. So, when you get that, how, again, just, it may seem small, but that's BS. It is huge. The ripple effect you have on people, on life, on everything, practically. It's just, wow. Keep that in, just gestate this for a moment of time okay that's big so when that's understood like consciously understood okay you just kind of went to neutral to more neutral positive okay then you can push it even further you can go All right, so I can see from that reflection, because again, family, reflection, even friends are reflection, but we could get into that at another point. Still, from this reflection and this situation, I can see some of the habits and behaviors that I used to have. I can see where I used to pick those up from. I can understand how subtle this stuff is passed on. I can understand how subtle or how subtle the programming is, I can understand the subtlety of the inner reactions because if it wasn't for basically being able to perceive what kind or what is gaslighting, you know, Uh, which is basically, again, this aspect of receiving so much self-doubt from the exterior, uh, you know, forcing oneself to, it's kind of like, you're saying a truth, but someone else is questioning that over and over and trying to just shut it down because of their perception, you know? So noticing the effects of that over a certain amount of years and what subtle self-doubt, subtle self-inquiry and doubts that it can bring, you know? Noticing this really helps not, first, not replicate it and then helps helping other people move out of that state because nobody wants to keep this this um you could say gaslighting residue in the mind nobody wants to have this aspect of um questioning while they're certain and let's say the other person wasn't necessarily even in the context nobody wants that nobody wants to keep this in their mind on a constant repetition And also this, well, basically limits your opportunities of new discovery and growth because if you're going to try something, let's say as an example, you'll try to make a piece of art or create a piece of music. But then because of the repetition year after year, 
of this questioning, well then, you automatically kind of go, okay, well, I shouldn't necessarily. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. You know, the lack mentality kind of steps over. Well, the process is so subtle and quick that, well, opportunity missed. But moving away from that, being able to perceive it is big. Being able to no longer pass this on. Uh, what else? Being able to have much more conscious understanding of one's own space. You know, when, when it comes back to the whole clutter, conscious understanding. Has this been useful within the last couple of months? Has this been useful within the last year? If it goes past that, hasn't been used, gone. You know, it leads to a much more conscious um, purchasing because things are purchased for a direct and active use, not to lay them stacking up. Okay, this is and this is quite big because it's like it's reaching a point where it's possibly the backpack type lifestyle in a way or to carry on because there's a conscious understanding that there's no use to carry as many things as as one can hold or um better yet there, there there's no point good example for artists okay there's no point in keeping old sketchbooks since you already went past that point of growth and understanding and creation you can always take a picture or scan it, but there's just no point in keeping many old sketchbooks. You know what I mean? And this is going past 10 sketchbooks in a way, or even less than that, because you've already passed that point. You can already just digitally record or ask yourself, why am I keeping this? Is this going to be used in the next few months? And the answer often kind of comes as no. And here's a funny thing. I'm still dealing with that in regards to journals. Oh, I might use this knowledge to make a video. Oh, I might use this knowledge to make a, a, a book or a comic book. And it's like, well, it's always getting refreshed. I'm always learning more and more. I am always growing each and every day as I take the time to have these inner reflections. So the content's always going to be new. It's always going to be there. There's no point in holding onto a past state you know we are continuously growing and the habit of hoarding often keeps growth from happening so this situation this catalyst has helped a lot getting this in mind understanding this and then being able to help others with this what else complacency okay well looking at complacency it, it kind of bounces back from the hoarding, but there's a bit more that's coming from that. Looking at complacency, maybe because of the religious aspect, there's an, um, a patterns of non-wordiness. You know, I'm not worthy to get this. I'm not worthy to move past that. I'm not worthy to try this out. I am not worthy to even dream about this. This could also kind of be leading back to the whole gaslighting. So rinse and repeat this person's been taught the same way in order well not directly in order but it's kind of like saying in order to pass it on you must have picked it up from somewhere so again the cycle is being perceived even further 
the reinforcement of that cycle, which again, theoretically, not not saying I know exactly what's in this person's head, but theoretically, the the whole religious thing is another thing that, that's adding on top of this non-wordiness. You know, when you're being told, brought the perception that the all-encompassing universe is going to judge you. You know, that the all-encompassing universe, the source, energy, God, hates you for being human. It's creation, you know, and that it needs you to bow to it. Nonsensical, but some people have been trained in that. Some people have been trained in an aspect of misery will bring me this aspect of, um, how do you say, mercy. So there's psychological programming there. And that was big to notice. You know, every time there would be chance about, you know, staying in misery, staying in misery to get this aspect of mercy and fully understanding source. Source doesn't, source always gives you mercy. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't need you. Source gives you unconditional love every day, constantly. Hell, just these aspects of inner inquiries and you can cross-reference this with um, conversations with God, with Neil Donald Watch, okay? Whether you want to call it channel material or not, you're having interaction with this energy continuously, day after day. It's just that the brain, because of the programming, filters that conversation, filters that interaction into a one way to see it and nothing else. But once you look at multiple sources, again, you look at multiple spiritualities, multiple religion, and you start to get um, direct experience, you get to understand that that whole mercy thing was horseshit. <laughs> it was just an aspect of control. Yet, being in this catalyst situation has showed how, how subtle the mental programming can be. You know, what it can lead to. It's like, yeah, I'm still putting it as a grain of salt theory because, again, I can't read minds. But having perceived the behavior for a certain amount of time, the repetition of that behavior, and then the constant, you know, again, every day, 55,000 Hail Marys. <laughs> but you understand what I mean. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Robotic repetition. But not active practice due to not active understanding of the philosophy day after day. So, when it comes to that repetition of this idea of misery for mercy, well, subconsciously, it is quite evil. Because it's pushing the person to require validation from the all, which is naturally giving you unconditional love all the time. So, you're requesting validation from the all, again, from source, from universe. And then your idea of validation is true misery thus subconsciously it's like keeping oneself in misery to then get validation from source which would just give you validation at all point you just have to fucking listen <laughs> well and you know it's insidious programming it, it really is insidious programming year after year multiple people falling into that it is very like some people were kind of like uh, joking around about the whole Pope apology thing. And yeah, that was a facade because the dude would have so much more to apologize for. 
But again, that would be putting the blame on him for the ripple effect and actions that are happening across the world. Again, some people don't know what they don't know. And some people just feel the effect of that kind of karma later on. Either way, once that was perceived in this catalyst situation, it was like, oh, wow. That's how powerful mantras, affirmation, incantations can be. You know, it, it's really fucked when you notice this. But it, at the same time, you can see the other side of the coin that kind of goes, oh, but if I want to change something within myself, it's the very same process. I just don't necessarily need to go to any kind of mass or, you know, gatherings or watch a TV show or even turn off of news. Uh, what am I saying? A radio program. I can just do it myself. Have my own music type of, steal, type of deal. <laughs> so that was really cool to find out. That's another big notch that's like, oh, wow. Impressive. Okay, cool, cool. Wow. Uh, there could also be some understandings of, again, initially I called it hypocrisy, but now it's like it's gone back to, okay, well, brainwash programming type of stuff. You know, because again, nobody consciously choose. It's like saying, and this is how deep the programming can get. Okay. I follow in the trail of one who tells me to love one another. Yet I will not do this work when it comes to my own household, nor will I stop myself from judging someone else that's not fitting in my own parameters of perception or what I deem to be good, or what I deem to be righteous. So, can you see the error in logic? Again, the dude, the whatever prophet it was, was teaching that this source is unconditional love. Be like water. Do not necessarily be attached, and you'll see. You know? It, don't be attached to prejudice. Don't be attached to stereotyping other people. Don't be attached to any specific ways of communicating with that source. And you'll see. But at the same time, and this is where, again, you can see the illogical nature of it. When it comes to those programmed with this program, or those programmed with this program, they do not see the inconsistency between what is being said and their own actions as well as the actions of the church itself. So at that point, it's like, oh, wow. So the, the inconsistency is like, it, it, it's kind of like going full John Cena. It's like, oh, you just can't see me. But it's right in front. You know, you can just do the hand waving. And this leads on to another step in there. Seeing the absurdity, laughing at the absurdity, not laughing at the person, laughing at the absurdity, at the behavior, at the situation, but not at the person. And there, folks, I find it a bit of a tough challenge, mostly because I was, <laughs> I fed myself with comedy that would make parodies of celebrities and such things early on. So uh, I can still find that habit happening from time to time. Yet switching that to just the absurdity of the situation. Uh, here's an example. Again, mixing up with the uh, the religious programming. 
Saying that you have a lot of abundance and being grateful for it at one point, but then five to six minutes later complaining that something is sold 20 cents more or 30 cents more, you know? Um, <laughs> complaining, you know, like saying that you have a lot of abundance, but then complaining that some of the things are rotting because they're not necessarily being used because they're not necessarily being well placed to be seen in order to be used or even that case uh because they can't be force fed to the person it's like okay yeah wow geez yeah <laughs> um but then still saying you have a lot of abundance you know uh so much abundance to a point where this fridge is freezing and it's not even, it's not even like considered, no, not even on the table to be taken care of. It's like, nope, 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 just not even, we're not talking about this conversation over and it's like, really? Really? Okay, five more months? Five more months. No, maybe less, maybe less. Who knows? This fridge might hold on. Maybe there's going to be some good luck on it. I mean, it's been struggling for an amount of years, but yeah, okay, cool, cool. Just put a band-aid on it <laughs> and... You know, just, again, laughing at the situation. Just a little bit of a band-aid. And at the same time, kind of going, okay, but... Personally, in a different situation, in a different setting, oh, that fridge would be cleaned up, ordered, classy, smooth, with transparent bowls, not reusing bowls from margarine bowls and all of that where you can't even see what's in there and you won't even know if it's past due until you look into it two or three weeks later because it was at the bottom and at the complete end of the fridge and just kind of going you oh, i'm gonna clean it up but i i did it i made it oh, i just want to keep it <laughs> see, like the mood shifts. The mood shifts, you know? It's like, okay, wow, hey. That is uh, one heck of a religious programming. It is done for the greater good. <laughs> Suffer for me. <laughs> wow, this is back to the old gods. I mean, I'm talking back to Zeus and Greeks, you know? It's like, that's... And again... It, we had those representations of those gods because of the level of consciousness being uh, low compared to now. You know, it was early moments. So level of consciousness, of course you would have a god that would fuck everything around uh, as a representation of that level of consciousness, you know? And then eventually finding out through the raising of our collective consciousness, a deeper and much more united communication and connection with our current understanding of the God. Not the petty one who's like, I'm going to pull a fucking flood on you if you don't listen. It's like, r really? <laughs> this is something I kind of want to make a comedy show of. It's like, really? So you're going to you're gonna go back 2,000 years ago and you're going to tell me exactly what that entity has told you with the exact same words, with the exact same intention, right? Right. Lower level of consciousness. But why are we still dealing with the, uh, you could say, Windows 94 of consciousness when we're already at Windows 11? You know, it, it, it's more obvious now. It's just certain people, and again, it's not just um, 
religious, but you can even see it in spirituality. Just rinse and repeat the same book, the same doctrine, the same one practice. Instead of going into your unlimited potential of growth, you can pick up... It's like a, a buffet of knowledge now. You can pick up from multiple sources. It doesn't mean that you got to keep yourself fed 24-7. There is a balance to it. But you're not sticking to that one source. Especially when you understand how limiting that is to you. And that there's also... Oh, how are we... Get, we're getting to 8 billions. So there are 8 billion different perspective point of views and type of connection onto that. So it's not an aspect of saying this is wrong or this is right. It is basically to get a much more complete perspective, a, com a much more complete understanding and connection with that source. Okay? And that's hilarious because... That's like staying to Windows 94 because you've just been using this all this time. Instead of just, hey, there's a new version. Go for it. Test it out. See what happens. What do you prefer? What do you don't prefer? And then you'll learn from it. But, hey, all of this is with the mindset. And again, there's a sneaky programming to it. So devious and evil, the aspect of, all right, you're born. Cool, stamping that on you, and when you're a certain age, I will lock you into this by telling you that if you don't necessarily follow the all that placed you on this earth with unconditional love will hate your guts. <laughs> Sit down, child. The unconditional God, unconditionally loving God will hate your guts if you don't follow this one way. But what about these other people? They don't necessarily follow. They're heathens! But God created them the same way. Heathens! <laughs> it's like having Skeletor as a parent. <laughs> you must only follow this one rule. This one way. Ah, uh, the mood shifts. The mood shifts. And you see, this is where you kind of make fun of it. You don't make fun of the people. Again, the programming was not consciously selected. Press and replay that tape. I gotta, I gotta basically find acronyms for those tapes. And I make specific YouTube videos for those tapes or TikTok videos, whatever. I just kinda go, all right, links here, booyah, tape number one, then tape number two, you know? But it's basically stuff to consciously remember. Because again, the, uh, you know, the TV, the fiction programming, is often to put blame on the person for something that they haven't consciously chosen. Again, full conscious choice, or as much as we can get, you know? It's like, 10 years after, how is this habit going to help me in my life, you know? Uh, understanding the aspect of your growth. Understanding what kind of habits you are passing on to people. Understanding how they feel when interacting with you. And even that's, again, there's a large gray area to it. Because you can't necessarily tell another person's perception. And again, there's context to it. Yet, to the best degree that you can, you don't necessarily want to be judgmental. You don't necessarily want to assume stereotypes. You don't necessarily want to uh, force some, let's say, creed onto another person. Because you wouldn't want the same thing to beat on onto you. Because then that would be hypocrite towards the creed or whatever creed. You know what I mean? Especially if it goes unconditional love, all unity, but it, with exception, there's a but. And it's like, well, there's no but. 
Did he stutter? <laughs> uh, so, again, not necessarily chosen. So, once that is like just world enough, you, you, you want to play with this. You want to keep going as long as you feel just to have that shift, that balance happen, okay? Because now it's more, it, it went from negative to negative neutral to neutral to neutral positive and now it's in a positive state because it's like okay let's just make fun of this absurdity after talking about what has been learned okay then you can go even further in a way and this is where abraham hicks brings it to another point in the aspect of well you don't necessarily need to be attached to the other person's reactions again this is old programming you after making the separation between you and the mind slash brain there's no real attachment to the current situation yes there is a certain level of urgency in regards to the health aspect but all of that is in my own hands for the current moment meaning fucking go outside open the fucking windows continuously um breathing exercises outside doing as much dusting as possible even though it'll just fall back but there's got to be ways to maximize it for the current time being as well as maximizing personal contracts to then head out having bigger contracts which then leads me to having more inner questioning about what's holding things up see again more and more is being learned Ooh, the aspect of wordiness where did i pick that from you know where did i pick it up from and it's like ah 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 you, you see it's like so many things are getting found out uh, yeah the mental matrix because wordiness uh, all these concepts the aspect of wordiness and comparison all that is relativity which hasn't been done to a billion of people with different context, thus different life path, different interests, different numbers of repetitions and variations of repetition. Again, so it's like catching up or catching on to the early childhood surface level programming. And it's like, ah, okay, wow, 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 wow. You know, there's like, huh. So, there's even more enjoyment. There's even more of a push to positivity. Uh, there's even more of an aspect of, okay, so after seeing all of this right now, can I feel myself at a higher, let's say, output, both financial, both, uh, you could say, active, uh, let's say, it's kind of like saying the stuff I do, that output. Can I see myself at a higher output? Then, can I see myself with more abundance? Allowing more abundance. Receiving more abundance for the output. And other things as well, because there's not just from the output, from contracts. There's abundance kind of kicking in from various ways. And that's another limitation of the mind, too, in that matrix programming. Again, we're playing quantum physics, baby. And once you have enough experience, you're like, oh, wow, shit, yeah, huh. <laughs> you know, it becomes much more obvious, but I guess that could be a podcast for another time or maybe a couple of other TikToks on that subject. 
Still, the aspect that, yes, it can come from various different sources. I do not necessarily need to stay stuck with a single idea on how it can come. It can come through multiple ways, and I'm leaving myself open to those multiple ways. Because at the same time, I see how the catalyst is often making bad monetary decisions, but not necessarily finding different ways to receive more. But then always kind of complaining of not necessarily having, you know, not having the, the aspect of lack. So having seen this has kind of allowed even further cautious understanding of that, as well as inner barriers, and then shifting, you know, progressively shifting of those inner barriers. Because after this, there's more, there's less of a, oh, I can't achieve that. Oh, this is, this is not going to be possible. Oh, I haven't seen a lot of people do this. And it's like uh, programming, programming, you know, there's less of that. And there's much more about, and again, this is going to be a daily repetition because remembering the number of years of that prior repetition, the new repetition has to be, you know, some people will go, um, 20 to 30 days. So, you know, writing out affirmations, uh, journal, journaling can help. Making your own tapes. There's the application Parrot. So you can add your own music and then do your own sleep tapes to have those repetitions. Just repeating them verbally for a certain set of time. Oh, try the, the 369. Check it out on Elmer, whoops, Elmer, Elmer O. Locker Jr.'s channel. 369, the Tesla tech. Because you're going to be repeating three times in the morning, then six times at noon, then nine times at night before going to bed as you're drifting to sleep. To have that anchored in the brain. And the momentum of doing this brings fruit and repetition. Or uh, what am I saying? It's bringing fruition through repetition. Because your mind's going to be anchored with this. It's going to be programmed. Programming is just repetition, repetition. Whether a feeling to trigger, whether it is repetition of mantras, things that you say to yourself but heard from the exterior. So exterior dialogue, in a sense. Uh, repetition of perception, which is, oh, this is how life goes because maybe this one thing happened to me. Or I've seen other people go through that. And again, we're not necessarily told about the context of thought. So the context of energy. Get up to date, people. It's like, <laughs> and I'm being facetious, but it's like, yeah, get up to date with this energy shit. And this is just to play around. It's not saying, oh, you're a scrub if you don't get into it. Again, a lot of it wasn't necessarily brought on to us. And this is why news are a waste of brain in that sense because when you play with this and then you're able to make the correlation between what you were thinking what's your continuous mood and then what eventually ended up happening what was your expectation before this this or that event you know what was your constant thought motion your constant thought pattern all right then you're able to connect the dots but again we weren't necessarily taught that but still get into this it's amazing. Seriously, it's like a massive game genie slash game shark slash cheat code for your game. It's like opening your console command and kind of going, okay, 
I want to focus on this because I want to integrate this. Cool. Let me program my thoughts that way. Let me just keep this on a loop. Keep some images around just to keep my thoughts going to that specific place. Let me put some intention out there, but not forcefully. All in a playful aspect, okay? And then see what happens. See? That versus the religious programming per se or the social programming per se, which locks you in certain boxes. There's a big ass difference and, you know, millions are figuring it out now because of continuous practice and then exchanging testimonials. What happened to them? And if you're still in this, again, mantra of I'm going to judge other people's testimonials because I've been programmed that way. Well, <laughs> uh, you reap what you sow. No, well, understand you've been programmed that way and change that shit. Because you'll never necessarily be in another person's experience. And, of course, hey, it's not necessarily being full gullible. It's always an aspect of taking it with a grain of salt, but connect the dots. Okay? You have a conscious mind and a key ability of practicality to then be able to connect the dots upon results. So maximize that to your advantage and the advantage of people around you okay because once that's understood and then you're able to kind of connect the dots between the multiple testimonials and then you also do your own exercises to then connect the dots with those res uh, other people's results then it's like ooh, wow we are capable of some really cool stuff what has been in the way <laughs> and then you kind of go oh that you switch habits. Your mental diet becomes much more cautious. Um, it also becomes much more intuitive because you'll feel it once you're having a an indigestion, per se. Uh, something you don't necessarily want to keep in your mental soup or your mental garden. You take out the weeds after understanding where you got them and how long it took. So, then, what else, what else, what else? Because this is already a positive and high note. Ah, there's a bit of a wobble because this person, again, hashtag Caribbean parents, uh, this person has the habit of complaining to other people, but not necessarily handling the issues herself. Yeah, I was direct. <laughs> uh, complaining to other people, but not handling the issues. Well, that's programming. No, literally. Uh, okay. If there's non-wordiness, again, going with the theoretical aspect, but a lot of things are kind of getting more and more obvious in this situation, and this is not to put the person on blast. It's just to kind of get to a contextual understanding of what can lead to those behaviors and habits. And this is loose, very loose. Yet, a lot of things can be picked up from what were internalized due to living with this person. So... Fast and loose, just looking at the absurdity. So, this person can, uh, again, being programmed to react to others, and now I'm kind of smacking myself for the irony, and just mostly, can, can you hurt? Possibly. <laughs> um, smacking myself for the irony, well, this person is going to complain to other people about that. And there's no balancing. And there's no, you know, there's no bounce back. It's just a continuous repetition of complaining. 
So, understanding that, there comes an aspect of, okay, there's a loop. The loop is being understood. The, the, again, it's not probing the other person's mind and saying this is the exact same way, but from the exterior standpoint, the loop is being seen. It's like, okay, wow, yeah, you're stuck in there. And you didn't consciously choose it. And because of, some would call it pride, some would call it arrogance, but it is a subconscious blocker in an aspect of not necessarily wanting to learn, not necessarily being open for suggestion. And the the blocker, again, I'm kind of theorizing, I don't want to be looked wrong because when I was a kid, and there's a bit of relationship with what was used to happen, hashtag Caribbean parents, um, but... I don't want to be wrong because when I was a kid, being wrong meant physical pain. Okay? And this is this kind of gets to the the nail in there. That kind of leads to an aspect of even further compassion. Yes, some people would kind of go, okay, and that person transmitted what they've lived by having physical abuse on the on their kid afterward. But they weren't doing it consciously. You know, it, it is an unconscious repetition. It, it's like asking them, would you have physically and psychologically abused your kid if you wanted them to be successful and understood that both gaslighting or, or hitting slash beatings or threatening would cause them to have psychological blockers up to the, you know, the, right down to the subconscious level, to the body reacting out of survival to a trigger from an early childhood right would it have been done this is and this is at times a question that can be brought up if there's escalation you know a clear realization just if it ever kind of comes up and you do have the face a programmed person speak your truth but from a neutral point of view and have them face that truth. But have them understand that it wasn't cautious and it wasn't their fault. Yet have them face that truth that yes, you and others have had psychological impacts from that verbal and physical abuse. Here is a list of what it has done. And this is the situation where it has led to. Here are the positives of that situation now. Everything that's been learned and how it's not going to be passed on. So there's an aspect of gratitude. Yet, let's not forget the initial impact that it had. At that point, there could be a conscious understanding. There could be an aspect of empathy from their point of view, from their perspective. It might just unlock it. Yet, if not, you're unconditional. But that doesn't mean that you're going to get let yourself get walked all over. And that doesn't mean that you're going to allow yourself to take abuse. See, this is where we get into the balance. You no longer chastise the programmed person for being programmed. Yet you're not necessarily remaining in an environment that would enable that person's behavior to continue and then affect you. 
Yes, there is the change of one's perception. Yet there is also the result afterward of simply kind of going, okay, well, what do I prefer? Situation-wise, what do I prefer? And then let me head towards that. Whether it is with this person, if they desire, you know, if they feel it's up to them, or if they are open for change, if they're open for change, then that's perfect. If not, then that's also perfect. Because you can just be on your way. Right? The the whole idea, and again, this kind of goes back to another social programming of needing this, or um, not necessarily needing. It's like it's having a word leading to an aspect of importance. Okay? This is... Again, channeling the diesel here. This family. And you can start seeing how that could become toxic over time. Meaning, I can't leave this, let's say, toxic situation because it's family. And that's kind of like just shooting yourself in the foot without necessarily knowing. Again, programming be programming. Meaning... It's a word, it's a concept, it's a construct. Again, this is a fine, nuanced middle ground to kind of take into consideration and ask yourself these questions. There's no going to one extreme or to another. You basically want to start evaluating, okay, do I basically want to see them from afar, keep the contact from afar? You know, do I, like, where do... What's the point of this attachment aspect? Where did it come from? And is this going, is this like basically harming my mental or physical state over time? Because if it is, then I'm unable to help others that are ready to be helped. Right? It, it's simple. Yet it does take a certain amount of time of reflection. And again, press and replay tape number three, I guess. This is why you want to take time off from binge watching or just getting notification. And just get into that inner aspect of yourself. Have fun with this. There's so much to kind of clear through and understand even further about these, you could say, subtle programmings that we didn't necessarily know about or didn't consciously realize that... Once you go deep within enough times, you will basically kind of make your choices and alleviate your mood, which then alleviates your whole situation because, hey, you're, you're going to work or you're doing whatever you love to do in a much better mood, more insights, more understandings, more synchronicities, more cheerful output. Other people see this. You're getting people resonating to that energy. You know, because the other gremlins are going to go away. Nah. <laughs> Those who aren't in that frequency won't, will kind of go, Whoa, why are you so happy? What's going on? You know? <laughs> but you see, you'll connect with people with that higher mood, higher frequency. And it's like, oh shit, yeah. And you're not needy over it. That's the best part. It just happens. So, Wow. You know, there's just so much more discoveries happening out of that. And it's like, okay, wow, this is good. This is really good. Really fucking good. The mood is back up. It's no longer on 
the struggle or the drama, you know, and in a sense, it could pick back up if I keep focusing on that, but I've shifted the mood, you know, progressively, just through that kind of inner conversation. And of course, it'll take less than an hour. You don't need to explain those to others, or you could have a simulation of explaining that to others in order to facilitate yourself just letting loose. Improv, improvise. Again, all of it is flowing energy. As long as you dish out the negativity, meaning you dish out your initial reaction, go neutral, and then balance it towards positive. Understand that everything happens for a reason. You're learning each and every time. And you're learning from all those situations. You're learning from all those interactions. Whether it is how, again, how you can get so programmed. Um, <laughs> how you can get so programmed. And reflecting the mirror back onto you. To then understand that none of it was consciously chosen. And again, cautious, quote unquote. Because it's kind of like saying... Can you ever fully be conscious? You know, it, there's a limit to the ripple effects that we can perceive. And, well, we kind of have to accept it. You know, be satisfied with what, how perceptual, how aware you are now. But always be eager for more. You know, never say I should have, could have. You know, you didn't know what you didn't know until you got to that point and understood it yet at the same time always be eager to learn more the, the whole finger slapping or hand slapping concept for getting something wrong quote unquote wrong instead of a step a journey leading to more decision making it's kind of like okay i don't necessarily like that okay so what do you prefer how are you going to do it again the same way we learn how to walk how are you going to do this? How you, you know, what are going to be your variations? What's your adaptation? What feels better? What do you prefer? You know, it's a mix between that logical and emotional aspect. So again, left and right side of the brain, make that combo <laughs> back, bounce back and forth, you know, and all of that non-judgmentally. So yes, all those jokes and Looking at the absurdity of it is being facetious, meaning it's it's being playful, it's having fun with it, and not necessarily being oh serious business. God, these people should have done this and should have. Again, that's old school brainwashing. There's no should have. It's just you don't know what you don't know, and you just kind of roll with that. And the same kind of goes for others. There's openness to to grow for some. If it's not there for it's kind of like there's openness to grow from some. Some have that openness, some don't. But it doesn't necessarily matter because you are the one in charge of your perception, of your focus, thus you're in charge of your mood. And yes, it's paradoxical because at the same time, you know, those who are not necessarily open to learn are a good catalyst. Um, you get to learn and grow from that. And not pass it on. You know, it's kind of... Man, it, it, the complexity of this, you know? Trying to go into non-duality. It's like saying, it's this. And it's that as well. And there's multiple things in between. You know? And, or, or 
you scale down and there's multiple details, multiple nuances. So we're there. We're no longer just quickly assume and quickly judge because, hell, we've gotten to this point of cautiousness and we're just reaching further and further and further. It's like being more and more aware about how your mindset was formed to then be able to, one, have more empathy and compassion for the people around. So you don't call them sheeps and drones. Just do the best that you can to remove that that habit out of yourself, you know? Just do the best. And even... I find calling them programmed could be a bit... You know, a, a bit in there. You could say, oh, they're just so programmed. But there's also the, the conscious understanding that, you know, their current state of thinking and loop of behavioral reaction is not consciously chosen. We, we all kind of have, I say all, I'm not going to generalize too much, but you know what I mean. Most of us still have some stuff to deal with that we didn't consciously choose. So with that aspect of compassion, give the same out and then make your, your conscious decision for your mental and physical health. Okay. And as you shine, some are either ready or some are not, but at the end of the day, you make a ripple effect helping other people out. And that's what counts. All right. We're helping that new generation and we're helping this pocket bubble of generation as well. Getting into more compassionate understanding of each other. Because we kind of realize that it's the obvious normal. If it wasn't for the programming. And at the same time, we do understand that those perpetuating the programming don't know what they don't know. So it's not about cancel this or cancel that. It's just about playing cooperation, you know, co-op game, and helping each other out with this. As much as we can, you know, because sometimes, yeah, you will get reaction. Yeah, you will go Sam Jackson or Bill Blur on someone or um geez i forgot you will go stone cold steve austin on someone sometimes you will go uh, Dwayne the rock johnson on someone like you will go verbal jason staten on someone but you'll want to balance it later on you know you'll want to balance it later on so just give yourself that chance give other people a chance and uh have fun with this because we're all learning we're all growing and we're all sharing so speak your truth do it from a neutral place and see what happens. Yet, again, compassion for the programmed as well as a door remaining open for this aspect of growth. Alright guys, this has been cathartic. <laughs> uh, it's a great reminder. Great reminder of just... Applying this in multiple situations, and this is one I'll be re-listening to a lot um, in the next few weeks, just to have that anchored inside myself. So I gotta give again a big-ass shout-out and a thank you for the donations. It's been really awesome. Um, this is basically just being given out, as well as, at the same time, musings that are coming in, um, channeling, getting deeper and deeper into channeling. So... I adore the support that's been coming up. I adore the messages that have been like really fucking positive because it's like, oh, wow, I'm glad to have uh, lived all this abuse to help people and 
people are being helped. No, <laughs> that's a cheeky way of saying it. But it's like, well, yeah, okay, that's cool. Uh, it's always been something that's been going on through my mind ever since I was five. This aspect that I wouldn't want any other child to live through this. And constantly asking the question, okay, why would a parent following the almighty unconditional God act like such, <laughs> such a way? And it got so much more obvious. So I'm glad I'm able to help others. I'm glad I'm able to help you guys go through what you're going through and like giving more insights in the aspect of the mind because yeah there's a complexity there's a complexity you see now i need to chill i need to get some water um there's some complexity to it so hey i'm glad thank you guys thank you guys really um same kind of goes for those who've been commenting on tiktok and youtube kind of upload something next on youtube we'll we'll see at what point I'm just not that much for camera work. Not that long time camera work. Uh, so again, donations at this email, R-O-M-D-O-M-E-R-S-O-N at gmail.com. Rom-Domerson at gmail.com. Um, and you can even go to spiritual world no actually the rom hq link tree should have all pages there so comedy is going to be coming up there's just a, a certain amount of inner clearing that's happening now it's amazing the last few months the last few weeks have been kind of some tell me shifting new moods solar flares and i'm like ooh, that's interesting I'm get i'm feeling this energetic stuff okay that's awesome getting up to date with this you know so, uh, it's been great. Not that much for comedy, but for the inner clearing, what's been happening and moving even further into compassion. Amazing. Great. Excellent. Awesome victory. So, yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys.